It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The latest from 7 News with Angela Cox. Good evening and welcome to the latest on the crypto crash. As the global economy grapples with rising inflation and interest rates, Cryptocurrencies haven't escaped the panic of investors. While the most known digital currency, Bitcoin, has staged a moderate recovery the past few days, it's still well down on its peak, above $90,000 in November. But look at this. A so-called stable coin, Terra, was priced around 118 Australian dollars at the start of the month. It's now almost worthless. Joining me now in the studio is Network Finance Editor Gemma Acton. Gem, what is behind this turbulent ride right now for the cryptocurrencies? Well, Ange, when confidence is high and there's lots of money around, people are more willing to invest in really risky assets where they can gain or lose a fortune overnight. Uh, and cryptocurrencies certainly fit that bill. So in the last couple of years during the pandemic, we had record low interest rates. We had governments giving out really generous stimulus checks. Uh, now we've seen that all going to reverse. Interest rates are starting to rise again. There's no more stimulus checks. Cost of living is going up. So we're seeing all risky assets, not just cryptocurrencies, we're starting to see money drain out of them once again. So by no means is this just Bitcoin. We've seen technology shares. It's been a similar situation where there was panic buying because people thought they were missing out on these like really rapid gains. Uh, we're now seeing more panic selling. So we mentioned these stable coins. Um, I hadn't heard of this. Yeah. What are they and why have they taken such a big hit? Right, so stable coins are supposed to be a slightly safer type of cryptocurrency because they're supposed to track the value of another asset, often the US dollar. So just bear with me here. So if the US dollar goes up by 2%, for instance, a stable coin is supposed to also go up by 2%. The dollar goes down by 5%, they're supposed to go down by 5% as well. One of the biggest of the stable coins is called uh, Terra. And we saw last week that correlation fell apart. So the dollar went one way, Terra went the other way, and a lot of people lost a lot of money. Uh, and confidence that these stable coins do track the assets they're supposed to track has now has now dissolved. Okay, so for people like me who didn't get into Bitcoin, is now the time, because it's crashed, to buy? Is it going to get back to where it was? Well, in general, in investing, you should buy low, sell high. So you do buy after a sell-off. Um, it might be a little too soon to, to, to buy a Bitcoin. We've seen a lot of people who've been burned um, who haven't been burned before. We've seen crypto crashes along the way. We had a lot of new investors in cryptocurrencies in the last couple of years, people who haven't gone into the market before. I think that pain will continue for, for a bit to come. It's also just a difficult climate for risky assets, and I think that will continue. Interest rates are going to keep going up, uh, which argues against piling back into Bitcoin. 
The other thing is, the further, the, the longer it goes on, the harder it is to prove or to make the case that Bitcoin is useful. It's been 13 years now where it's existed and you still can't walk down the street and pay for anything with it. So what's the point? It's, uh, it's getting harder to say that it will be useful one day. So, you know, you do want to buy assets when, they, when they've sold off. but uh, Maybe not this one. <laughs> I probably wouldn't be buying it right now. Okay. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Ange. Let's go now to researcher Kelsey Nabin from RMIT University's Blockchain Innovation Hub in Melbourne. Thanks for joining us. So, Kelsey, there's a lot of debate as to where crypto goes from here. What do you think happens next for digital currencies? Is the dream over? So, quite the opposite, actually. So, what we've found from anyone that's been around these assets for a number of years is that the market goes in cycles. And so, the terror crash specifically was triggered by uh, that de-pegging uh, of the stable coin, which was um, algorithmically backed. Uh, so, the confidence out of that project has affected the whole market. But this has happened numerous times when something fails and uh, investor sentiment drops and then we actually see a lot of uh, really amazing uh, projects emerge out of that so it's kind of when the software developers get to work to build. So there are a lot of investors though who have lost a lot of money um, you know do you think that the fanfare around cryptocurrencies has been a bit overblown for the past couple of years everyone thinking that they were missing out and racing to try and jump in? So it's obviously devastating for retail investors and people that have lost, you know, significant sums of, of money or their household wealth. Uh, but in the market, what we're actually seeing is that some professional investors have been kind of waiting on the sidelines and are actually buying back in, so taking advantage of this opportunity. And actually El Salvador is one of those as well. That's a stakeholder that's bought back into the market, seeing this as a good opportunity before it rises again. So for viewers at home who might not understand crypto, it's because it is hard to get your head around, what do you think the biggest appeal is? Yeah, so it was mentioned just before around it being a currency and when can we walk down the street and buy things with it. I'd encourage people to think about it actually as a sort of a platform like other digital platforms. So think of these public decentralised uh, blockchains as platforms on which you can build applications. So your phone is a platform and it has, you know, social media apps and all these other things in it. On blockchains, uh, they're an infrastructure and you can build applications on top. And this does actually include examples like social media. There's been lots of talks of non-fungible tokens and art markets. And a new one emerging is this idea of the metaverse, but a kind of decentralised version instead of, you know, Facebook's version. Okay, that's all sounding still pretty confusing to me. If you just want to make money, do you need to look beyond making a quick buck? Are you saying it's more of a long-term strategy? It's, it does require self-education or obviously education coming from a university here. So you want to understand the software developer team, the project, the purpose of the project that backs the actual cryptocurrency that you're buying on a market. But given that we've seen this astronomical crash and it crashes so often, doesn't it make it a bit risky for the average investor? 
It is classed as a high-risk asset. Uh, I myself am not a financial advisor, but know some, and obviously uh, it's not even an asset that financial advisors are qualified to give advice on at this point. Um, so shares are a risky asset. Cryptocurrency isn't even kind of in the portfolio so far, although we know that hundreds of thousands of Australians hold cryptocurrency trading accounts, so people are dabbling in this. So your advice, though, is to really do your research and arm your with knowledge and then make as smart an investment, I guess, as you can. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thanks so much, Kelsey Nabin, for joining us tonight. That is the latest on the crypto crash. Thanks so much for your company. I'm Angela Cox. Bye for now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.